welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. Hooray. <laughs> I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel more empowered. Entowered. Entowered <laughs> and empowered, lightened up and awesome than you did before. I'm here in Pleasant Pictures Studios with the one, the only, my man, the beautiful, the sexy, the lovely, Mr. Eric Robertson. Do you think that makes people uncomfortable? No, I think it makes them understand how awesome you are. You have to give people context. Free branding principle. <laughs> A good brand <laughs> is putting your content in into context. And so when I describe to people the sexiness, the loveliness, the generosity, the beardedness of you, it just helps them put the podcast into context. Fair enough. I'll take it. Yeah. You're okay. welcome. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome. Thank you so much for being here on Awesome with Allison and Eric, too. We are so excited to have you. If you are listening for the first time, you're in for a real treat. And if you're a longtime friend who's been listening to the podcast and sharing about the podcast, can we tell you how much we love you? How obsessed we are with you? You are literally the wind beneath our wings. We've been uh, re-watching Parks and Rec. Lit- what, how, what does Chris Traeger say? He says literally. But this he is says, literally li- the best does podcast he say literally ever. or literally? Literally. Literally. The best podcast the best podcast ever listened to. Thank you, Chris Traeger. All right. We are so excited to have you. It is episode 31, and we are going to be talking about freaking forgive yourself already. Now, we are not just talking about the power of forgiving yourself in a wishy-washy, touchy, smudgy, feelings kind of way. We are talking about the power of forgiving yourself, like from the standpoint of how it's not just going to benefit you emotionally, physically, mentally. It's going to help you get more things done. It's going to help you be the type of person that you want to be, but it's also going to make the world a better place if you forgive yourself. Did I just say it? Yes, I did. You did. I am dropping it. You don't even look ashamed at all. I'm because I'm not ashamed at all. <laughs> I have like zero shame anymore. I did. I. It's like people thought I was shameless before, but I've taken my shamelessness to a whole new level. I can't wait to see the next level you take it. Because it's inevitable, right? It's oh, not yeah. like I'm capping at this level. No, it's like a rocket ship. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about that, but first we have just a couple of a couple of little segments for you. And our first segment, one of our most consistent segments because we're not always super consistent about our segments is getting booky with it. Na 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 na. And we are very excited about our getting booky with it today because we are trying something new. Now, as you guys know, we don't have sponsors for the podcast. And that's not because we're saying we're never going to have sponsors, but it's just been, I don't know, more beneficial to us to talk about our projects and our things that are going on. But one thing, I'm going to say like one of the number one questions that I get, me, Allison, as a human, is how do you read so much? How do you have so much time to read? And my answer is always, 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 I listen to books. I listen to books. Also, it's a habit. And I work it into my work schedule. Mm -hmm. And so how I listen to books is audible.com. And because I use audible.com every single freaking day, 
Eric uses it too because he hopped on my account and listens to my books. Yeah, you can you can do a share plan with the family. Yeah, so we we share, and what would happen is I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm talking about my book, talking about my book, and then he goes, I want to listen to it. He logged in, has it on his phone, and now he's buying books, and now we just have this freaking library of books. It's bananas. So you know how I got into Audible as my mom. Ah, Growing up, my mom bookworm, ultimate bookworm. Yeah, the ultimate bookworm. My mom she would order the cassette tapes and they would come in the mail. She always had a different book on tape. And I think that's how Audible was before is that it was like mailed to you. Like a Netflix for Yeah, like a Netflix. So Marilyn Faulkner taking it back, the OG of listening to books on tape. So what we did, like I said, we don't have traditional sponsors, but I looked into it and there is a cool thing that we can do with Audible where we give you a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial. And we decided to do this one because if you guys use our link it helps support the podcast and we would love your support we we do we love you <laughs> we love you and would really appreciate the support so but it also is giving you a 30-day free trial and a free audio download and so here is the link it is audibletrial.com that's a-u-d-i-b-l-e trial.com backslash awesome with Allison. So that's audibletrial.com backslash awesome with Allison. Allison has one L. We'll have a link to that on my Allison, the Allison show.com. But we mentioned so many books and I own every single one of them on Audible. So what I do is I do that I get like one credit a month and one credit makes it so you can buy like any book regardless of the price. But then because I consume so many books, I usually end up buying three additional credits each month. Yeah, now I've started to buy them on your account. I know. You're Th- welcome. Thank you, sweetie. So I've been I've been giving Audible a lot of money. And so Eric is going to talk about a really cool book that he's been enjoying as we get into our topic. But I just want to say one of, I'm going to share some of my top recommended books this year. I just want to say one more thing before oh, yeah. you do that. Give it to him. I used to only be able to run to music. I had mm. to have the beat, but now I'm so into the books. Do you I, run to books? All the time. Lots I, of I can't, people tell I, me they run to my podcast. I can't do to mu- this pod, my podcast, our podcast. <laughs> This one right now? This one. Are you running right now? Are you sweaty? Good faster, for you. Faster, faster, faster. Way to go. No, but seriously, I don't I don't go to music anymore, which is crazy because I love more, music more than anything. I yeah. have to have a book to run. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I listen to music when I run. Mm-hmm. If I'm on a walk, I listen to a book. When I'm driving, I listen to a book. And then also I take walking breaks all day when I'm working, walking around the block, listening to books. And... I love having a long car ride because I just listen to my book. Remember when we talked about uh, daily schedule and setting mm-hmm. the tone for your day? Yeah. I always start with a book because I go for my my run. Mm-hmm. And then when I hurt my foot, I, I would listen in bed. I just want to say listening to a book first thing in the morning is a great way to put awesome ideas into your head yes. before you check your phone on anything or anything else you can you can immediately you know fill your cup with with new ideas and, yeah. and ideas to improve yourself well it's I have this old principle in how kind of this whole podcast got started is I had my how to be awesome series on YouTube and I love doing that so much and I think it was my second video and it was about not poisoning your well mm-hmm. and when I talked about no, not poisoning your well I said one of the best ways to not poison your well with negative thoughts negative 
anything is to fill it with positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast, this podcast, you're welcome, and <laughs> books. And like we said, you get a free 30-day trial and a download. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from, from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Do I sound like an old-fashioned uh, advertisement? Do you wish you did? Yeah, I do. Sure, you sound Okay, like cool. Okay, so, but, okay, we got to be done with this, but... Again, I I was thinking of doing a whole podcast episode on reading because I get asked questions so often. So we can say that this kind of counts for that. Mm-hmm. And top recommendation, The Four Agreements. Four Agreements, yeah, I would, I would definitely. Don Miguel that. Ruiz, look for The Four Agreements. Also, if you're going through a, a rough time right now, something big has happened in your life, maybe you're going through a large change, a loss, I really recommend The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. I highly recommend that. If you have just achieved something or reached a certain point and you're feeling lost and kind of aimless, I recommend The Alchemist. Oh, that's a Um, It's phenomenal. And then if you just kind of need some like pep in your step, I recommend the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Do you like that? Yeah, I love that. That's what got you started on your morning routine, right? Yeah, that that definitely improved my morning routine. It triggered. So again, we have so many recommendations. We're not going to give them all to you right now. And Eric has another really good one he's going to share in the episode. We're going to wrap that up. But again, we want to give the gift of knowledge and love and light to you through this Audible trial. Join us on Audible. Join us, audibletrial.com backslash awesome with Allison. All right, should we freaking get to it already? Yeah, this has been way too long. Sorry. No, I'm not going to apologize because this is something that people need to know. The only reason we're pushing it is because we believe it's going to greatly benefit and impact their lives. That's true. No shame train. Oh my gosh, that's so good. (laughs) Can you put a real train noise in there, please? I wish I could put a video of you honking the invisible horn. I did. I honked the horn like I was a big truck driver. (laughs) All right. Freaking forgive yourself already. Here's how we're going to structure this episode. Eric and I each have two instances where forgiving ourselves has made a big impact in our life. Now, this episode is not geared towards forgiving yourself for maybe something really, really huge, a big injustice, or I don't know, something really horrible and terrible. And we want to send you so much love and support in that. We're more talking about the day-to-day actions, saying unkind things, beating yourself up, the smaller things. But I just wanted to point out, if you are struggling to forgive yourself for something big, something that you're really ashamed of, are you trying to fix your car by yourself? No? Okay. Then how about you go to a therapist or a psychologist or a counselor and have them help you like you would have a mechanic work on your car. So if you have something that is so big and so messy under your hood that you're trying to fix yourself, I don't think that our podcast is going to be enough for that. No, this is in the context of like <laughs> yeah. self-improvement. Yeah, and self-improvement. Trying to be a good person. And and trying to and trying to improve from day to day. And you know, again, we're going to share those instances and what we're talking about, but I just wanted to throw that out as a caveat that the things we're talking about will help, I believe, any size of thing that you need to forgive yourself, but if it's something really big, this is me giving you permission and a push to get some help with that. All right, Eric, do you want to start with one Uh, of your instances? Sure. Yeah. Hit it, baby. So the first one I'll start with relates to our, one of our later podcasts about meditation. 
Mm-hmm. So I practice meditation every morning. And one of the hardest parts about meditation is keeping your mind focused. Yeah. It meant your mind will just wander. That's why it's so hard is as you start, I mean, it's hard all the time, but as you start, your mind is so used to just thinking thoughts and running wild. I read this book one time and it compared your mind. It said, if your body was as untrained as your mind is in meditation, (laughs) you would like walk into the street and get hit by a car, right? Like that's, that's like, cause we're always just, our mind is always just running, running, running. That's how undisciplined our minds are. Oh, that's so true, man. That that (laughs) That visual has always stuck with me. Yes. So this doesn't have to totally relate to meditation in your life, but this does to me because sometimes when we try so hard at something, uh, we're trying so hard maybe to do something or not to do something that we miss the mark. Yeah. And so while I'm meditating, my mind will race and I'll catch myself and I'll be like, oh, come on. And I'll just kind of get on myself. And while I'm doing that, then my mind races again because I'm not, you know, not actually meditating. But the other day I had the realization, I just forgave myself and totally released it and just like sunk back into it. And it, my mind cleared immediately. And it was amazing. And I've used that continually and just forgiving myself and not, you know, piling rocks into my backpack per se or whatever. Stop trying so hard. Yeah. Stop trying so hard and just forgive myself quickly and easily. Um, Mm -hmm. My meditation has been so much better. So, you know, there's a lot of different levels where that could be applicable, but that is a specific incident that happened to me. I love that. So it's just forgiving yourself when you have a slip up. Yeah. And do it quickly. And quickly. Man, just, I think, just catch I think that's the main principle to take away there is catch yourself. <gasps> yeah. Catch, catch and release. <gasps> catch and release. That's so good. Yeah. Gosh, I'm on one today. Shame train, catch and release. <laughs> Shame train, catch and release. You got to catch that thought and then release it. Yeah. I love it. That's one of the instances is when I am trying to improve on a particular topic, Mm -hmm. that is when I have such a hard time forgiving myself as I will think, I learned this principle. I learned, let's say, not to take take things personally. And then somebody will leave a stupid comment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not still mad about it. And I'll take it really personally. And then... I'm not even mad about the comment anymore. I'm just so mad at myself that I took it personally because I learned this principle and how have I not let it go by now? I'm such a fool, you know? And um, so I have two things to say about this. This is how I have combated that is, and I talked about this, I think it was April, My for my year of awesome calendar, the awesome attribute of the month was resilience. Mm-hmm. And the thing about resilience, it is your bounce back. And so I know we've talked about this before, but that does not mean we should not talk about it again. Rather than measuring just your progress, you measure your bounce back rate, meaning, okay, I took something personally. How fast can I recover from taking it personally? Rather than measuring it as I will never take anything personally ever again. Right. How deep will I let this affect me? Will it affect Eric because I take it personally and I start just griping to him? Will it affect my kids because I take it personally and I am preoccupied with that and so I'm snappy with them and not as patient with them, right? And so the way that I have worked on forgiving myself is rather than just berating myself for messing up and, you know, for this example, taking the thing personally, I say, oh, but look, I'm doing so much better. This might have affected me for four hours or honestly, so pathetic, maybe 24 hours mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. And it affected me for maybe one or two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, progress. Progress yeah. has been made. So you're saying you didn't, you're, you're trying not to judge yourself on being perfect, but on how much better you're getting. Yes. Between each incident. On my resilience. 
right. my my bounce back. And so I liked, you know, Eric's first instance is that you're hard on yourself, you catch it and you release it. Yeah. And you forgive yourself that way. And my example is that I, you know, recovering perfectionist, instead of striving for perfection, I strive for that resilience, that bounce back. I am going to slip up because I am a human, but how much faster can I turn around and bounce back from it? Right. Okay, you ready for your second example? Well, mine's from this book that I want to talk about. Good, let's do it. Sell it, honey. Like this book is blowing the lid off so many. And so many people have recommended this book to me, but and then Eric got to it first. Okay, it's called The Book of Joy. And what it is, it's a meeting between the Dalai Lama and the Archbishop Desmond Tutu of South Africa. Tutu. And and it's the Dalai Lama's 80th birthday. Mm -hmm. And they meet in India where the Dalai Lama, you know, lives in exile and they just talk about joy they talk about suffering they talk about everything and it's it's just all the biggies all the biggies it's incredible <sighs> why didn't they invite us well we want to talk you, you about it to, you have to be over 80 okay so <laughs> so um the dalai lama and the archbishop are having lunch and they're talking about perspective mm-hmm. the dalai lama was explaining he says when we take the perspective of others we can empathize with them one starts to see the interdependence that envelops us all which reveals that how we treat ourselves is ultimately how we treat others and that was like man that hit me in the heart yeah and that's to the total reversal of like what we say often is, you know, how we how we treat our, you know, treat well, others how we want to be treated. Yeah, it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you, or treat others as you would have them treat you. But it's how we, we treat, treat ourselves. ourselves. Is how we treat others because we're yeah. all connected. So yeah. it, is a, it is. It is a truth, and that just made me think that man, I've really got to, you know, treat myself better because that's how I'm treating others. Well, and so if you're not forgiving yourself, right? are you truly forgiving other people? Because I feel like I'm really good at forgiving other people. Yeah. I, I, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't hold grudges with people. Then why am I, but am I really? Because I'm, I'm not as good at forgiving myself or maybe I am. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you eventually forgive yourself, but you're just much harder in the moment. Like you're just more yeah. intense. I while put, it's happening. I make myself walk on coals mm-hmm. a lot more and I don't necessarily do that to other people. But, and I know it to be true, when I am quicker to forgive myself, I'm quicker to forgive other people. Yeah. And not just forgive them like, okay, they apologized, they suffered for this, right? But just forget about it. Right. Just release it. Right. I've been loving the word release lately. I, that's why I like that catch and release. You catch mm-hmm. the thought and you release the thought. Um, I've been loving the word. Last night I was having a hard time falling asleep. And so I just went through the different parts of my body and was like, I release tension here. I release this thought. I release this. I think it's just such a pretty, I think of somebody holding a balloon and then like gently letting go of that balloon, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think that's such a pretty visual image. And I think, you know, that's kind of a cool exercise is to imagine the negativity or the thing that you're having a hard time forgiving on that balloon and then visually releasing that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for so I love that the way you treat others, when you treat yourself better, you'll treat others better, yeah. right? And so that's the book of joy. What's it called? Yeah, no. The book of joy. It says, it's, I'll read it one more time. It says, once we start to see the interdependence that envelops us all, which reveals that how we treat ourselves is ultimately how we treat others. It's that connectedness. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. And then um, for me, for my fourth instance that I wanted to share where I have a hard time forgiving myself is when I say something stupid. 
(laughs) So I've kind of had to baby step. There's like a lot of averages. I used to just beat myself up. I mean, berate myself for being in a social situation and saying something stupid to someone, even if I had really good intentions. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I would berate myself for if I said something embarrassing or maybe something that people would misunderstand. And then I realized this. Usually when I am talking, especially in social situations, what I am trying to do is make other people feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll make a joke or sometimes I'll say something awkward, but my main goal is to make people feel comfortable. So then I ask myself, if my intentions are in a good place, the law of averages is that I will say something stupid even if I have good intentions. So then I realized I had a decision to make. I could either stop talking... (laughs) So that I reduced the average amount of stupid things I said. Yeah. Or I could learn to live with the fact that what I need to do is keep my intentions in the right place and make sure I'm not talking for some selfish reason or to make myself feel better or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was just going to have to be able to forgive myself for the stupid things I said. Because statistically speaking, and for some reason this really made me feel better and this is why I'm sharing it. I was like, statistically, for as much as I talk and for as much content as I put out there, it is completely unrealistic to believe that I'm going to get it right every time. Right. You know, when I'm out and about, I will have people come up to me and say, hi, I love the podcast. And I always love that, but I don't always have an absolute perfect response. I'm pretty good, but I don't always have a perfect response. And maybe sometimes I'm in my head or sometimes I, you know, am listening to something or I'm feeling uncomfortable about something else. And then I'll get really upset. I'll think, oh, I wasn't gracious enough or I wasn't smiley enough or I wasn't this. Right. Mm -hmm. And that has been really helpful for me where I'm like, I'm just doing the best I can. (laughs) And I'm not going to get it right every single time. And it does suck that people might walk away thinking, oh, she didn't do this or she didn't do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like earlier this year, I was at, I was running around the gym and I was talking to my sister and this girl came up and started talking to me. But my sister was in the middle of like kind of an intense story. And I, I motioned to her that I was, on the phone and she just kept talking. Mm-hmm. Andrea, my sister kept talking and the girl who was talking to me kept <laughs> yeah. talking. And I finally just had to say, I'm so sorry. I'm on the phone. Thank you so much. And, and walk away. I felt guilty about it for like four days straight. Yeah. I remember that. It was ridiculous because I felt like I had disappointed this girl that I hadn't stopped and chatted with her. But at the same time, it would have been incredibly rude to my sister to hang up on the phone. And I've hung up on her many times. Let's <laughs> let's throw that out there, yeah. you know. And so this not, not handling a social interaction correctly or saying something awkward, this has just been something really, really huge for me. So kind of the first step of that has been realizing I don't want to be the type of person who doesn't say anything. Yeah, I'm not. You're the type. Eric's the type of person who doesn't say much. I'm not judging him. I don't think that that's just not who I am innately. Yeah, I am a sharer, carer, connector, talker. And so trying to battle against my innate nature has led to suffering. Yeah. Right. And then also 
I like that I try to make people feel welcome and warm through talking and connecting to them. So Mm -hmm. I've just had to accept I'm not going to always get it right. And then this is an instance that happened last week as I was talking to a very close friend and I felt like I offered a piece of insight that was just out of line. It just crossed the line. It was something I shouldn't have offered an opinion on. And... I don't really think it was about her. It was definitely about me. And I felt really gross afterwards. I felt really bad. Yeah. And so I thought about it and I thought, okay, why do I feel bad? Was it that offensive of a comment? Should I apologize? So what I did first is I went in instead of out, which we have a podcast episode on that. Instead of just calling her and being like, I shouldn't have said this, blah, 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 blah. I was like, why did I say that? And was it as stupid as I think it was? And I realized the reason I said it had nothing to do with her and nothing about the situation. It just triggered a feeling from like something else. Then I thought about episode 27 where we interview Mayor John Curtis. And one of his tips for good leadership is make the hard call. You make the hard call. And so the next day I was still thinking about it, even though I had forgiven myself, I had done this catch and release. I tried to release the thought and the feeling and it was still kind of nagging at me. And I thought, if it's still nagging at me, I need to apologize. And so I met up with her and we were grabbing lunch. So luckily it didn't have to be some big awkward phone call, dramatic, (laughs) I have something to talk to you about. Because it really was very minor, you know, in the big scheme of things. And just right when I got in her car, I was like, hey, I just need to apologize for this. And she was like, for what? Like she didn't even know, you know? And it was a little uncomfortable and it's, it never feels awesome to say I was wrong. I, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. You know, not that I'm stupid. I'm, I was stupid for saying that, Yeah. you know, but I was really proud of myself. Gold stars for me <laughs> for making the hard call because it was a small enough thing that I could have let it go, but I was able to forgive myself and apologize. And so that's the long, long preamble to this is sometimes an apology is warranted for you to forgive yourself and right. you need to make amends, yeah. right? It's one of the 12 steps in the 12 step program. It's one of those first steps is you make amends with people. Well, I think we have it like an innate sense of justice and we know mm-hmm. when something needs to be righted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if it is something that involves other people, then you should, yeah. And you feel like you need to, you definitely should apologize. And Eric and I were talking about this and we were talking about how do you know when you need to forgive yourself? And then how do you think like, well, maybe I'm being too easy on myself. Right? Like you just ate a big bag of chips. You're like, oh, I forgive myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's maybe an example of you being too easy on yourself. Well, you should, you need to forgive yourself because the the moment is done. Yeah, beating yourself doesn't. You already ate the chips. Yeah. Yeah, beating yourself up about eating the chips isn't going to do anybody any good. So we were talking about that. Like, how do you know when you're being too easy on yourself? So like, how did I decide I needed to apologize rather than just forgive myself. Mm -hmm. And the way that I ultimately decided this was I took stock of my values. I took stock of my values. And one of my values that comes from the four agreements is that I want to speak impeccably. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like I was speaking impeccably when I said that thing. And so that's a value that I have. And another value that I have is that I do the right thing, even if it's hard or uncomfortable. And that meant apologizing, right? And so if you eat a bag of chips and (laughs) it, you know, one of your values is that you respect your body. Well, then apologize to your body, treat it with some love, give it a green smoothie and a a nice long walk, right? Then that's maybe the way you apologize to your body. Mm -hmm. Okay. But 
I've definitely been in the situation, and Eric, I think you have too, where people are apologizing just to ease their conscience, and it's almost a burden yeah. for me because yeah. they're throwing up on me. They're, I did this, I did this, make me feel better, make me feel better. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even mad about it, but now I have to send you like 60 reassuring text messages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I still love you. All right. So, for freaking forgive yourself. You're, you're a beautiful person. We're all connected. We're all connected. And when you start forgiving yourself, you're going to forgive other people more freely. And we love to give you some action items, some bullet points at the end to kind of recap what we've talked about. So, we have three ways you can better forgive yourself or get better at forgiving yourself is change your pronouns. Do you want to share that quote? This is also from what the Book of Joy. The Book of Joy. It's a hard title for me to remember. The Book of Joy by the Joy by the Dalai Lama and Tutu Desmond Tutu. Tutu. The Dalai Lama and the Archbishop are having lunch again. They're always eating and talking, <laughs> and it says uh, fundamentally the Dalai Lama and the Archbishop were trying to shift our perspective from focusing on I and me and mine to we and us and ours. In a multi-center perspective study of coronary heart disease, health researcher Larry Sherwitz found that people who more frequently said I, me, or mine had a higher risk of having a heart attack and had a higher risk of their heart attack being fatal. So people who said I, me, and mine mine had higher risk of having a heart attack. The more they said it, like if they said it a lot, they have a higher risk of having a heart attack. Yeah, and, and it had a better chance of being fatal. They also found that the, it's, it's, this is called self-involvement, um, that this... Self-involvement was a better predicator of death than smoking high cholesterol or high blood pressure. A more recent study found that people who are more often use the first person singular words, I and me, are more likely to be depressed than people who more often use the first person plural, we and us. That is bananas. Yeah, that's crazy that that relates over into life and death. Yeah, well, you, your thoughts are, your thoughts. You are what you think. Yeah, you are what you think. So what... I kind of pulled from that is forgiving yourself is one of the best ways to stop being so self-involved. Yeah. Because when you're in a mental loop of not forgiving yourself, it's I did this, I did this, I did this. Yep. You're saying I so many times you're going to give yourself a heart attack. (laughs) Literally. 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 Okay. So change your pronouns. So we're giving you three ways you can get better at forgiving yourself. And number one was change your pronouns. Okay. Number two is having a wider perspective. So when I was reading this awesome book, again, it's on Audible, When Breath Becomes Air, it is about a neurosurgeon. And I was also at the same time launching a new format for my Build an Awesome brand workshop. And, you know, I just start obsessing over every little piece of it. And maybe I've shared this on here before, but I'm obsessing over every piece of this workshop and just letting it, you know, run me ragged. And then all of a sudden I'm listening to this book, which changed my perspective. And I was like, oh, if I mess up something at this workshop, yeah, that's not great. But it's also, it's not um, neurosurgery. Yeah. Like I'm not, like, yeah. it's, I'm not operating on someone's brain. I'm not making it like if I put my scalpel in the wrong place, I'm not going to affect their speech patterns sure. for the rest of my life sure. because nobody gave me a scalpel, thankfully. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so that changing your perspective, having a wider perspective, it really will help you forgive yourself, release those thoughts you know, have a wider view of the world around you. And I like this idea, you will become more creative and less reactive. Yeah. 
right? More creative, less reactive. Ooh, what a good goal. And then the third way you can get better at forgiving yourself is like I shared from episode 27, John Curtis saying, make that hard call. Evaluate your values. Evaluate your values. <laughs> and then if you if you need to apologize, apologize. You're going to feel so much better. But here's the thing. Even if the other person doesn't react the way you want them to, you cannot control the way other people respond or receive your actions. You can only control what you give, mm-hmm. right? So the three ways you can get better at forgiving yourself, change your pronouns, have a wider perspective, and make that hard call. And do it quick. And do it quick. Do it quick. Rip off the Band-Aid. Rip it off. It's so much better. Do Move it today. Do on. it right now. Do it right now. And if you do it, come send me a direct message. Send us an email at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. Let us know you did it so we can give you a high five. Do it. I mean, you don't need to tell us what it is. We're not asking for your personal life d- details unless you want to. But again, I think freaking forgive yourself. Why should you forgive yourself? Because forgiving yourself is one of the best ways to stop being so self involved. Yes. Yes. Eric, do you have some reviews? Talk, speaking of self-involved, do you have some reviews <laughs> of people saying how much they love our podcast? And here's the reason we read these is we believe that sharing is caring. We appreciate you guys sharing about the podcast so so much. And so we pick some reviews and we send you an I'm do, doing awesome Tumblr, a Den is fun notepad, and a new Shack CD, Eric's band. Do you have a good review you I like? Do. I do. This is from underscore Chelsea Ann. She says, I don't even remember how I learned about Allison, and I don't care. I'm yes. so glad I found her on, on Instagram, <laughs> which led me to this amazing podcast. It is such a blessing that the podcast airs in the middle of the week because it gives me a midweek boost to keep on going with whatever I'm working toward. It's also a guaranteed good laugh sesh. My one-year-old dances out to the show closer every time her little face lights up when Eric introduces the band. Oh. It's kind of the best. Thanks, Allison and Eric, for being so awesome. I see why you picked that one. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I'm going to pick the ones that I like the best. Yeah. Like, if you have a Team Allison hashtag, guaranteed I'm not going to pick it. Oh, don't say that. That discourages people. Hey, I mean, what do they expect? Oh, my gosh. No, that's biasing the reviews. Well, of course. I'm okay, picking I'm, them. I will, pick, I will pick some in the future so people keep supporting me. <laughs> Just, I want to throw that out there. Okay. Thank you, Chelsea. Um, sh- send us an email at... Awesome with Allison at the Allison That's Allison with one L. Again, thank you guys so much for your time. We don't take it lightly. We appreciate it. We hope you found value. We hope you feel empowered, lightened up, more awesome. And I want to remind you from the bottom of my heart, something that I believe so dearly, so truly, that only you can be you and you are already, not in 10 minutes, not in an hour, not in 10 years, you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to take us out on? This is one of my absolute favorite songs I've ever done. Oh, good. It's called House of Frankenstein by New Shack. Okay. Okay. <laughs>